请大家翻开《约翰福音》，Gospel John Chapter Twenty One，《约翰福音》二十一章。Let us read from verse seventeen。我们从十七节开始读。He said to him the third time. He said to him the third time. 第三次对他说 ，Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? 约翰的儿子西门，你爱我吗？彼得因为耶稣第三次对他说你爱我吗，就忧愁。And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that. 对耶稣说：“主啊，你是无所不知的，你知道我爱你。”Jesus said to him, "Feed my sheep." 耶稣说：“你喂养我的羊。”Most assuredly I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke, signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, Said to him, Who also had leaned on her breast at the supper, and said, "Lord, who is the one who betrayed you?" Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, "But Lord, what about this man?" Peter 转过来看见耶稣所爱的那门徒跟着，就是在晚饭的时候靠着耶稣胸膛说，主啊，卖你的是谁的那个门徒？彼得看见他就问耶稣说，主啊，这人将来如何 ？Jesus said to him, "If I will." That he remain till I come. What is that to you? You follow me. Jesus 对他说：“我若要他等到我来的时候，与你何干？你跟从我吧。” Now in this passage, the Lord has spoken to Peter two times. Follow me. 在这段话里，主对彼得说：“啊，你跟从我。”说了两次。The Lord spoke these words after he has been risen. 主是在复活以后说这些话。So this time it is the risen Lord who called his disciples. So this time is the risen Lord who called his disciples. As you know that we have shared. In this important message about the formation of the kingdom of heaven. 大家知道我们过过去几次都讲到啊天啊国度的形成。And we know that how our Lord spent forty years, forty days, before His ascension. 我们知道主在升天以前啊有四十天的时间与门徒同在。With His disciples. 是与他的门徒同在。And has shown Himself to show Himself the risen Lord to the disciples. And there is only one thing which is the kingdom of God. Here, only one theme, which is the kingdom of God. Here, only one theme, which is the kingdom of God. Here, only one theme, which is the kingdom of God. Here, only one theme, which is the kingdom of God. Here, only one theme, which is the kingdom of
Now those forty days are very important ones. Remember, before that forty days, the Lord has called disciples. He has gathered them from time to time. And his followers, his disciples, indeed follow him faithfully. But because the shepherd has been uh, has been uh, attacked, and then we know we we know that, and then all the sheep scattered. Now, if these people are scattered, now how about the kingdom of heaven? In the very beginning, the Lord pre- pre- prepares the people. That's why I call it disciples. But now they are about to speak, now they are scattered. So how Lord call them back? Now we already mentioned for 40 days, the Lord really called this disciple back this Now we will continue in this fellowship. Now remember, these 40 days can be divided into two parts. Seven days and 33 days. Now in the first week, our Lord spent two Sundays to appear to his disciples. And they were somehow be called back. They assembled together again. Now you remember in the beginning, Peter has his own place, John has his own place. The other disciples in another place. So those women who met the Lord had to divide into two parts, two groups. Their mission, their mission is to tell the disciples the Lord already been risen. So you can imagine these disciples we are really scattered. And we even did not know what happened to uh, to doubting Thomas. We just don't understand why when the Lord appeared to disciple and Thomas was not there. So you can imagine there is a low, a very, uh, it's some, some kind of very low atmosphere. But because of two Sunday, two Lord's Day, the Lord appeared to the disciples. Gradually they are being restored. Now when the Lord spoke to them, especially on the way to Emmaus, you know, very interesting thing happened. Now, most likely Emmaus is actually in in the valley called Valley Ajala. You remember Joshua used to say, "Now, sun, stop, move, stop, uh, stop at Gibeon." the moon in Ajalon Valley. Now, if you follow Ajalon Valley, you will come to the very end of Ajalon Valley. 
Now most likely that's Emmaus. Now if you go further west, you almost reach Shafa. Now you remember how John how Jonah fled away from God's way. We know most likely he lived near uh near Nazareth. So God called him to Nineveh. Nineveh. It means that you have to travel east. But instead of traveling east, he traveling west. From Nazareth all the way to Jaffa. And from there, he was thinking of self-exile to Spain at that time. So you remember now when you reach Jaffa, it means that when God said to east, now you turn to west. So the same thing God said to the disciples. Now you should wait in Jerusalem. No matter how weak you are, don't leave Jerusalem. But two of disciples were somehow they were so discouraged. And one of of them probably was Luke, the physician. Because if you read the Gospel of Luke, from the context, you, you, it's almost, it's almost, you will come to the conclusion, a one of the two disciples must be Luke. So when the Lord's purpose that you have to stay in Jerusalem, somehow they can help themselves, they move west. So all if you all so if you really reach Jaffa, now we really don't know where their intention is. That's one of the reasons why people think it probably should be Luke. So so we don't know their intention. But if the somehow the Lord did not open their eyes that evening, probably following day they will end up in Jaffa and then all the way even to Tarshish to the to Spain. So you can imagine that gradually the body of disciples are distinguished. Like one of the best of disciples, now they are traveling west. They know sun is setting. They do not have any hope anymore. So their hope just like the sun setting. So you can imagine when the Lord really opened their eyes. When the Lord shared the word with them. Somehow they feel warm inside. And the Lord opened the when somehow when the Lord broke the bread. They recognize it is the Lord. And the Lord disappeared. 
Immediately they got a message. Now immediately they went back to Jerusalem. Now we do not know how long it will take. It really, the, you know, there are several candidates for emails. If you come to the very end of Ajala Valley, now that email really far from Jerusalem. But of course, that day, uh, it's, uh, when sun was setting, it was local time is 7, 7 o'clock, roughly, in the afternoon. So you can imagine, probably, they traveled very early. About say seven o'clock. Suppose they travel five years, five five hours. It's very possible if you travel from Jerusalem to the end of the Ajalon Valley. Imagine when they went back already after midnight. That was a long day of the resurrection. You have a long day of Joshua. You also have a long day of resurrection of our Lord. In the early morning, before it's still yet dark, and he met, he he he, he met uh, uh, Mary or Magdalene. When the two disciples went back to Jerusalem. And the disciple told him good news, our Lord has risen. And now you see this brother, these people have been scattered, now come back again. So it is a wonderful thing, brothers. It is really the Lord really gather these people come together. That's for seven days. But don't forget. Before the law, before the law already warned them. Because the law know that one by one they will deny the law. One by one they will escape from the Lord. The law know that they will be scattered. But the law said, after I have risen. Now you shall go to Galilee. The Lord somehow make appointment with the disciples. No matter how weak you are. But after my resurrection, let us gather in Galilee. So there is appointment between our, the Master and the disciples. So at the Lord's resurrection, now the, the angel not only delivered the good news of Resurrection. But the angel never forgot the message our Lord gave, gave to, to them. And those sisters ought to pass on to the disciples. And the Lord again and again remind them. Now don't forget, let us meet in Galilee. And he already ahead of you going to Galilee. So you see, brothers, this is a very important thing. There is an appointment between the master and disciples. Even the disciple in, is, 
it's it's most low condition. Spiritually, they are very, very low. They are so depressed, so disappointed. Even they know that the Lord has been risen. But somehow they are discouraged. They still have faith in the risen Lord. But they are no more confident in themselves. Now they dare not to say, Lord, even if I would like die with you, we will never deny you, we will never leave you. So that's the condition. On the one hand, they still obey the word. So they indeed went back to Galilee. Seven disciples and all the other disciples. They went back to Galilee. But now the Lord already been risen. You do not know where he appeared. Anytime he can appear. So the disciples always being in suspense. Any moment the Lord will appear to them. Now first, they know that they have to go back to they have to go back to Galilee. But they do not know when the Lord will appear to them. Because the Lord is already risen. It's easy for the Lord to get them. It's very difficult for them to get the Lord. So now they have to make every moment ready. Do you see, brothers and sisters? That's why you see. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you know, if you know that the Lord is coming tomorrow, today you will prepare very well. But because you do not know when the Lord will appear, so they are always ready. They always make their, themselves uh, waiting there. But you know, in the beginning, some of the Lord did not appear to them. Again, that's part of lesson they have to learn. So finally, Peter went back to uh, to their hometown. Went back to the same area they were fishing. Very familiar environment. They remember how they were called by their Lord two or three years ago. He remember the first time the Lord called them, just follow me. After one year, now the Lord met them in the beach of Galilee. Now, call me, I will make you fish on man. Now, brothers and sisters, they did follow the Lord. But only just a few years. Somehow, they feel that, somehow, you know, in the beginning, they were like heroes. They give up the world. But now they never realize it. Now, when they come back to their old profession, when they come back to the world, this time it is not they give up the world, it's the world give them up. That's why for the whole night they caught nothing. Think about it. They were being reduced to from from the fisherman to mere fisherman. But formerly they were efficient fishermen. 
他们过去他们是打鱼很有效率 so somehow the Lord appeared to them in the early morning. Now they thought that he probably just any other one who is shopping around tried to you know sell the breakfast to the fishermen. But they did not know it is the Lord. But just one word from risen Lord. Think about it. The Lord said, How about casting that to the right hand side? Can you believe that? As a profession, as a professional fisherman, Peter must have tried all sides. It was nothing, it means nothing. It is a waste. But somehow the Lord said, just catch your net on the right hand side. Then 153 fish. It is a harvest. Now, immediately John noticed that it is the Lord. He remembered a few years ago. And how he and Peter went out fish and whole night caught nothing. You see, the Lord reviewed him in the same way. Now, formerly, the Lord was still in the flesh. And the Lord already risen. But somehow the Lord did something so familiar to them. Just like Emmaus, the, the, the Peter, just like a disciple of Emmaus. The Lord still broke the bread. The manner he did it immediately know that they know that's the Lord. They cost nothing for a whole night. But one word from risen Lord. 他们没有会在船上说我是个罪人。这一次他跳在水里面。但是这一次他们都回到岸上。这一次他们都回到岸上。这一次他们都回到岸上。这一次他们都回到岸上。这一次他们都回到岸上。这一次他们都回到岸上
in a clear day. In pewter eyes, still a charcoal of fire. Three times the Lord said, Do you love me more than this? Brothers and sisters, finally, Peter surrendered. Lord, you know that I love you. That's not the habit of the that's not the way normally Peter addressed to the people. He always say I, I, I. He always start every sentence with I. Now this time is different. Lord, you know that I love you. It was a broken spirit. Peter dare not to say I love you. Peter, the Lord even used the word agape love. 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 He said, Lord, I, you know that I love you. He only used natural love. He know he dare from that time on, he dare not to use very high term, big term, like agape love. No. Why? He was brought to the very, very end. No more fish. No more love. Remember, this is the eighth miracle the Lord performed, recorded in Gospel of John. The first miracle, no more wine. The last miracle, the same thing, no more fish. Why? Our Lord wants to reveal to Himself, He is the greatest fisher of man. Now they really learned the lesson. When they brought to the very end of their life and natural resource. Now by the power of resurrection. When in the day of Pentecost. When Peter cast the net. Three thousand fish coming to them. Another casting. Five thousand fish. Brothers and sisters. Peter can become the fish of man. But they learn a very wonderful lesson beside the Sea of Galilee. When they were brought to nothing, now they begin to have something. That's the kingdom of heaven. Kingdom of heaven means that you will be brought to nothing. Brothers and sisters, you thought that you were able to preach the gospel. You always remember the wonderful history of the past. But brothers, sooner or later you will discover, even you are a very capable person, now you were brought to nothing. And not only that, when, when the Lord said, Do you love me more than this? Three times. Paul confessed, the Peter confessed, I love you. But brothers and sisters, it, what, what does that mean? When he said, Lord, you know that I love you. 
Now, brothers, the love of Peter was brought to the very end. So now, if you want to feed my sheep, or feed or or uh, or um, shepherd my sheep. Or tending my sheep. Now, brothers and sisters, with the love, which is the same love, the good shepherd gave the life for the old sheep. So you see, brothers, now they are ready to take care of the flock. They are something to do with the kingdom of heaven. When kingdom of heaven gate is open, the net will be cast out. Three thousand fish. Five thousand fish. So toward the world, they are the, they are the fish of man. But brother sister, to toward the brother and sister to the church, they are good shepherds. They ought to be like good shepherds. Every one of them had to learn how to feed the sheep of the master. So, brothers and sisters, this, important, this lesson is very important. As far as gospel is concerned, our Lord is the great fisherman. When they are being transformed into the image of Christ, now they are they begin to become the fisherman. Another thing, Christ is the great shepherd. He's the greatest, greatest shepherd who died for on the cross. Now, brothers, we do not have love like Christ has. But oh, through the resurrection. Remember, when Jesus died on the cross, Paul was there. Paul was there. Paul, Paul was there. Peter was there. You and I were there. But thank the Lord, when he was resurrected, we are also risen with the Lord. In ourselves, no love. But in his life, Full of love. So for that reason, now brothers and sisters, we are ready. We are ready to learn a deeper lesson. So that's what happened in the seaside of Sea of Galilee. Which has been recorded in John chapter 21. You know very well when you come to John 20. It already comes to the end of the whole book. Somehow the 21 chapter is added later. God said, I have something else to say. I remember something very important. So thank the Lord for that. That's why we have an extra chapter. Then we know that in that 40 days, especially in the last part, 33 days, and you see how the Lord deal with the disciples. So that's the preparation for the for for the inauguration of the kingdom of heaven. So you see that that's the work of the Lord. But that's not it. Now in the beginning, we I have read to you 
Two times the Lord said, "Follow me to Peter." Now, if we really say, "Lord, I love you," I want to present my body as a living sacrifice. Now, yes, if we really do that, the Lord will say, "Feed my sheep." Somehow, now the Lord give us some responsibility. That's part of the story of the kingdom of heaven. Now, as far as the world is concerned, we ought to be the official man. As far as the church is concerned, that's why when the Lord described the church, you little flock. So if we are the little flock, who is shepherding us? Of course, the Lord, the great shepherd. But if we present ourselves as a living sacrifice, if we are being transformed into his image, then immediately you will know that someone is weaker than you are. You are not here waiting to be fair to be shepherd. No. So sometimes you say, "Oh, this when I come to the meeting is very cold." It doesn't mean that the heater is not on. Somehow you feel that you are very cold. Why you need someone to warm you up? My brothers, if you have that feeling, now yes, if you are not warm, probably someone did not did not do that something to you. It is very good reminder. If you feel cold, someone also feels the exact same thing. Yes, somehow, somehow you have received the grace. You are strong enough. You are old enough. You are experienced enough. You can help your brothers and sisters. You don't wait someone to appoint you as something. No. As soon as you say, "I love you, Lord," the Lord says, "Feed my sheep." Isn't that enough? Or are you still waiting for someone to appoint you? You see, my brother and sister, to serve the saint is very natural. If you love the Lord, the Lord says, Feed my sheep. This is not from your brothers. Brothers You see, brothers, you will find someone weaker than you do. Definitely, you should feed your sheep. So you begin to spread your warmness from Christ. And some people are some people are awakened. Some people are awakened. And because of that, you see the whole church will be warm. The problem today you always consider is cold. Someone had to turn the heat on. You are not waiting to be fed. You are not waiting to be food feeding, food feeding. Brothers and sisters, surrounding you, you definitely know someone who is younger, weaker than you. Give them a phone call. 
Give them a phone call. And pray for them. Invite them to the meeting. Now, my brothers and sisters, that means that you love the Lord. So you see, when you say, Lord, I love you, remember, in that, after that, the Lord said, feed my flock. Feed, feed my sheep. Why? Because the Lord is a great shepherd. You are his sheep. When you are sick, the Lord took care of you. When you are young, the Lord is spoon feeding you. So now you are strong enough to able to say, Lord, I love you. The Lord said, feed my sheep. Brothers and sisters, sometimes we tend to be very sentimental. Our Lord is very practical. The Lord will count how many people will say, I love you, Lord. The Lord said, Feed my sheep. You cannot be alone. You can always wait to be fed. You see, brothers and sisters, that's the lesson we ought to learn. So, Feed my sheep. Not that, not that. The Lord continued to say something to Peter. This is only beginning. Feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you gird yourself and walk where you wish. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands. Another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. 我实实在在地告诉你，你年少的时候自己束上带子随意往来，在年老的时候你要伸出手来，别人要把你束上，带你到不愿意去的地方。Today is the last Lord's day of this year. 今天是今年的最后一次的主日。This is very cold winter. 这个这个冬天也很冷。But in this year we also witness warm spring. 但是今年我们也也经历了那个很温暖的春天。When you are in the springtime. It reminds you the springtime of your life. When you were younger, if you really love the Lord, if you say, Lord, you know that I love you, if you are willing to consecrate yourself to the Lord, of course, the Lord said, feed my sheep. But don't forget, from that moment on, the Lord knows when you are younger. And when you are old, your whole life is in His piercing hand. It is the piercing hand of the Lord who measures the life of Peter. If you consecrate yourself to the Lord, if you say to the Lord, before this year is over, I will consecrate once again into your hand. First, the Lord never make you lazy. You have been lazy for a whole year. Next year, you should not be lazy. See, brothers. Now, if you really love the Lord, if you love the, if that love is real, feeding your sheep is also real. 
Here there's no ordain. There's no someone who is big enough to ordain Peter. No, not at all. But when you really feed your sheep. Now the Lord talk about the youth and old time of the life of Peter. Now, brothers, if you talk about love, if the Lord really loves us, He will never let us go. He knows that how wild we are. Only the Lord will make us obedient. Brothers, when Peter said, I love you, the Lord know that word. The Lord know the emotion behind it. But brothers, the Lord also can see the whole lifespan of Peter. What does that mean? How do you explain the whole life of Peter? The same word. Love. That love will never let us go. After Peter denied his Lord three times, our Lord ought to give him up. No. He said, Tell Peter and disciples. When Peter took another fisherman to go to fish, our Lord appeared to him. Now, brothers and sisters, in that coal fire, three times, the Lord wants Peter to confess the Lord three times. That love, that confession, explain the whole life of Peter. So, brother, if you don't love the Lord, don't tell the Lord. If you really mean something for the Lord, if the Lord really loves you, that love will explain your whole life. Don't say that, oh, my life is so, so full of sorrow. Now, brothers, the Lord loves you so much. Everything is tailor-made. Brothers and sisters, your husband, your wife, your children, your family, your business, even your health, all measured by the piercing hand of the Lord. He never made any mistake. He was waiting for the moment. From that broken spirit, when Peter knew that he could only love the Lord with natural love, the Lord knows that. This is the right moment. Peter is going to grow now. Now, Peter should be in the hand of the Lord to be fashioned. And finally, it becomes a it become a, a vessel, golden vessel, meat for the master use. So you see, the Peter, then the Lord said to Peter, When you were young, you gird yourself, 
and walk where you wish. Isn't that true for every one of us? But God, the Lord know how to do it. Through the time. From from young from we are young to the we are old. Some kind, something, some work of transformation is done by him. When you were young, you gird yourself and walk wherever you wish. You have very strong will. No one can change your will. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands. And another will gird you and carry you where you do not. Now, here there's a comment from John. This he spoke, signifying by what death he would glorify God. That was a prophecy to tell us the whole lifespan of Peter. So in the beginning, John did not understand at all. But now John is old enough. When he wrote, when he wrote the Gospel of John, now he knew that how Jesus, how Peter finally, uh, by what death he would glorify God. John knew it very well. So, brothers and sisters, how did how did Peter die for the Lord? Now, three times he denied the Lord. So we expect that he three times will deny the law in front of high officials. But finally, you know, he confessed the Lord. Even when he was caught. Before martyrdom. Because people want to crucify him. And when they want to crucify him, he said, no, don't do that. I'm not worthy to be crucified like my master. Please make the cross upside down. So Peter was crucified upside down. And now John remembered. By what death he will glorify God. Now, brothers, how do you measure our life? A piercing hand represents the love from the cross. It is the same love. So lesson of the cross is the only mark of our life. What is the effectiveness of the cross? Before the work, we are strong in our will. We will gird ourselves and go wherever we wish. When we are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will gird you and carry you where you do not 
That's life of Peter. Brothers and sisters, that's the cost of our love to the Lord. That's Peter learned something. In it, that learned something there. So what Peter should do then? Then the Bible said, when he had spoken this, he said to him, Follow. Brothers, way before his death and the resurrection, Peter has heard, learned, heard the word, Follow me. But now, you are following a risen Lord. You see, brothers and sisters, sometimes we neglect that. And now you can understand that. You not only follow the law who the word the law, the word would become flesh. You also follow the law who has risen. So follow me. Thank the Lord. Still the cross. But on the resurrection side. Do you see that? The cross has two sides. One is that side, another one is resurrection side. If you only see the death side, the cross will become very heavy. Now the two arms of the cross is really will crush us. But now if you follow the Lord, and that true arm of the cross will be like the two wings of a bird. When you carry the cross, the cross will carry you through the life of resurrection. You see, one, one, uh, one, girl, was, uh, uh, was, uh, one girl was invalid. And uh, so somehow he has to let his father hold him all the time. Now one day he discovered his father brought the gift to his mother. So she was very excited. The mother is upstairs. And she's the first floor. She said, Father. I would like to give the gift myself to the mother. And of course, the father looked at her. Look at the stairway. That's impossible. But that's the desire. I want to give the gift to my father. How could that be? So then, the, the, the daughter knew her father's doubt. He's a father. Why don't you hold me? And I hold the gift. And you go up to there. And I will give it to my mother. That's the way how we take up our cross and follow the Lord. So brothers, follow me. It's no longer just a matter of crucifixion. He has been risen. So thank the Lord. Two times the Lord said, Follow me. And then, if you read on the rest of the story, we will immediately understand. 
exactly how the Lord deal with Peter and all the other disciples. To follow the Master. They thought that before the Lord was resurrection, they would do something on earth. If they do that, what, how do they, how are they different from the students of Socrates and great philosophers? You know the difference is this. Their tomb is always there. You always can find the tomb there. Only our master's tomb is empty. So you see, brothers, the original law is called disciple and follow him. So no one else had done exactly the same thing. Socrates was dead. Plato was dead. Confucius was dead. They had a great achievement when they were alive. Their students could only follow them when they were alive. Brothers and sisters, before the resurrection, our Lord called his disciples and followed him. Do you think the Lord did the same thing like great masters in the world? Now he's doing something beyond them. Something beyond the grave. So the Lord said to Peter, Follow me. Two times. Follows me. So that explains the whole book of John. Chapter 1, you have the word, phrase, Follow me. And in the last chapter, also follow me. From following the Lord to the following of the Lord. From the following of the Lord in the earthly level. And to the following of the Lord in the spiritual and heavenly level. Only in this following, Peter is able to Walk all his way from when he was young to when he's old. So that's the lesson they have to learn in that 40 days. And only in this way, Peter was able to help brothers and sisters. And only through this way, actually, Peter never become first pope. Impossible. He was not qualified to be the first pope. Because of the work of the cross. He had been delivered from being the first pope. That's why Peter was able to tell all those who are uh, the shepherds in the in the church. So he read the letter. He wrote. He read the letter to. He wrote the letter to the co-elders. Let us be the example to the sheep. We are not supposed to govern them. Do you see, brothers and sisters? Now thank the Lord. If somehow in your in your in your in yourself, people can find the mark of the cross.
That side of authority. And not because you use a strong word. Not because you use a strong phrase. So, brothers and sisters, here you find that how the Lord led Peter's life. Thank the Lord. So, that's we have learned from this chapter. But then we have to move on. Because actually the law had a mount which he has appointed. So they are not supposed to be in the seashore. When the time comes, they should reach the, the mountain the law has appointed. So how about let's turn to uh, Matthew 28. Starting verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. You see, there is a mountain in the Sea of Galilee. And which the Lord has appointed for them. So this wonderful appointment between the master and the disciples. So eventually they should meet in the mountain. Now we don't know which mountain it is. But most likely the mountain when he shared the Sermon on the Mount. That was the inauguration of the school of Christ. Now it is a closing moment of the school of Christ. So most likely in the same mountain. But anyway, remember how the Lord really gathered them together. Now this uh, this appointment is very important. That will make uh, that will decide whether there will be kingdom of heaven or not. So you see, my brothers and sisters, finally they all meet in that mountain. So you see, the Lord really, the risen Lord really met with His people. And then the Bible says, when they saw Him, they worshipped Him, but some doubted. So what does that mean? It means this day, not just only 11, they just not refer to 11 disciples. If those 11 disciples, they have been fully restored. So they worship the Lord without any doubt. <coughs> but somehow, among these people, and some doubted. <coughs> now, how would how we could find the solution here? <coughs> so if you read the Bible, whole Bible, the Bible will explain itself. Now if you turn to First Corinthians chapter fifteen. <coughs> now chapter three, chapter three, verse three to verse six. For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. 
Okay, after he was seen by other, uh, no, uh, and he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. You see, you know the story. After that, he was seen by over the five hundred brethren at once. Of whom the great part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep. So very possible on that mountain. Actually, the Lord all together, not only twelve apostles, uh, eleven apostles, also the others. So in that mountain, most likely there will also appear to over. 500 brethren. Then we were told that then the Bible then the Bible said they but some doubted. Now if someone doubted it must express in certain way to know that they are really doubting. Think about now more than 500 brethren getting together. If they do not have any doubt, then later the Lord said, you have to wait in Jerusalem. In another word, there's another calling from the Lord. Let's go to Jerusalem. This is this is another calling. So there are five more than five hundred brethren there. Now first you have to answer that call to go to Jerusalem. If you have doubt, you will never go to Jerusalem. So you see, brothers and sisters, finally before the Lord ascension. Now in Jerusalem there were only hundred and twenty. Now why? That means now among these five hundred, some people may still have a doubt. So they could not they could not answer that call to Jerusalem. The call is too high. You see, brothers and sisters. Now they probably will say how good it is because the Lord appeared to us. Let's just build the three tents here then. Now when you see the risen Lord, that's heaven. You never think about the reality. When you go back to Jerusalem, it's reality. Heaven was reality. The Jews were reality. They were, they still want. They, you see, the, the disciples they were still uh, meet in the in the in the shut doors. So you see, brother sister, it is true. The Lord appeared to the five hundred brethren. But somehow they were hesitant because of their doubt. Finally. We know only 120 persons. They went on. They answered the call from the Lord. So let me just read some other verses for you to, for you to understand that. 
if you read uh, Luke chapter 24. Now, if we come to the end of the Luke chapter 24, sometimes you'll be confused because of the time element there. Now, if you read in just one sitting, you will come to the conclusion. You see, the Lord should ascend to heaven, the Lord should heaven right after He appeared to the disciples. You remember the Lord appeared to the disciples. But then if you read on, and the Lord explained to them about the word of God. And so on and so forth. But now in the verse 49, there's one phrase. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with the power from on high. So think about it. Where did they come from? Now, the, somehow the Lord spoke to these people. They are already back to Jerusalem. You see, formerly they were in Galilee. They met in the mount, in that mountain which Jesus appointed. But now somehow they will call, answer the call, and go to Jerusalem, and they were together. So the Lord said, "Tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued the power from on high." And then, if you read the book of Acts, chapter one, and then if we start from uh, uh, the, the sentence, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. So they not only answered the, the call from the Lord to go back to Jerusalem, not only that, and also means they had assembled together, not scattered. So being assembled together with them, He commanded them not to be barred from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father. Now we know waiting for that the day of the Pentecost. The very inauguration day of the kingdom of heaven. So I think from these verses, we know very well, after the appointment in the mountain, and somehow the Lord called them back to Jerusalem. Now you remember, when the Lord was in Mount of Transfiguration, our Lord was able to ascend to heaven. For your sake, for my sake. He traveled all the way from Mount Transfiguration to the Mount Calvary. Now you know, in the last six months, now only Luke record that event. If I remember correctly, probably Mark, uh, um, Mark and Matthew only use at most two chapters to describe the whole thing. But Luke used ten chapters to describe it. Now what does that mean? What is the meaning? Now in the last six months, four times our Lord spoke to disciples. Let us go to Jerusalem. <coughs> Let us go to Jerusalem. 
In another word, to go to Jerusalem to be crucified, not only the way for our Lord. If we want to be his disciple, let's follow him. So that's six months beyond the Jordan River. Now, a way of the cross was being described. So that's why Bible used ten chapters to describe the way of the cross. But don't forget, only after the Lord revealed himself to them. Now the Lord asked Peter. Now to whom now how how other people think about me? Now Peter said, You are son of living God. You are Christ, the Son of Living. That great confession. But I also will tell you. The Father already told you the secret. I also will tell you the secret. I will build my church upon this rock. So you see, the mystery of God is Christ. The mystery of Christ is the church. But not only Christ, church. Also from that time the Lord revealed the cross to them. And also the kingdom. So brothers, the Lord has chosen the right moment. For many years the disciple was with them. They never know his heart. Now in chapter 16 of Matthew, he revealed his heart to them. Then you find four major truths in the whole Bible. The Christ, the church, the cross, and the kingdom in one chapter. Now my brother and that's the moment the Lord has been waiting for. Because the Lord knows I cannot hide myself to them again. Because he was only six months away from the cross. Brothers and sisters, when the Lord revealed this major truth, he will put all disciples into practice. You cannot have the doctrine of the cross. There will be way of the cross. So for that reason, you know, for six months, the Lord always called disciples. Let's go on toward Jerusalem. What does that mean? That's the calling of the cross. But you know, disciples are afraid. The grip was here. Why? Because the the way of the cross on the that side of the cross is always fearful. But thank the Lord. The Lord always do something complete. After he was risen, he called disciple Peter twice, follow me. Brother, sister, if to follow the Lord means to follow the path of the cross, before the Lord's resurrection, you may be fearful. You may think you are powerless. But thank God. When you come to the resurrection side of the cross, 
Do you believe that? These people now they are in the mountain which Jesus appointed. They saw the risen Lord. Now they're full of hope. They think that's wonderful. How about let's build a tent here and we will never go die anymore. Brothers, don't forget. Yes, the mountain appointment in Galilee is appointed by the Lord, yes. That's only the beginning. Why? But eventually, these people had to meet in Jerusalem. You see, you have 500 people, so many. But important thing is this. It's easy for 500 to meet in Galilee. It's very difficult for 400 people to meet in, in Jerusalem. Why? In Galilee, far from Jerusalem. Far from Roman governors. Far from persecutions. So you see, brothers and sisters, the same situation make them afraid. So in theory, yes, the Lord is risen. But if you want me to walk the same way, then I have to pay the cost. Brothers and sisters, again, the Lord called them the way of the cross. How do you know? Eventually, they had to meet in Jerusalem and waiting there for the, for the power from on high. Now you see where you will get the power of the Holy Spirit. It's very clear, brothers and sisters. Many people, they do not go the way of the cross. Yet they still want the power of the Holy Spirit. That's impossible. So for that reason, let us let us be clear, brothers and sisters, and how the Lord called them, again, let's go to Jerusalem. The Bible didn't have to repeat again. If you read the Gospel of Luke, it is already there. But now, brothers, from the, meet, from the gathering in Galilee, they moved everything to Jerusalem. What is Jerusalem? Jerusalem is where our Lord has been crucified. Do you dare to go out of the camp with our Lord? No, brother, sisters. Now it is a great test. Now finally we know only 120 disciples. They really walked the same all the way from Galilee back to Jerusalem. Jerusalem is where our Lord has been crucified. And that way is called way of the cross. But don't forget, this is on the resurrection side of the cross. After the Lord's resurrection, you are empowered with the light, with the air power of resurrection. So no longer these two arms of the cross become the weight for you. So be. Now these two arms of, uh, 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 of the cross is just like the two wings of the bird. <laughs> so my brother sisters, when you carry the cross, the cross will carry you. No more burden. No more weight. No more sorrow. No more complaint. You are joyfully accept 
the way of the Lord. So thank the Lord. That's the lesson they have to learn. Now all the sons of kingdom ought to learn this lesson. So you see, when we read this picture, when we read this story, now we can understand how step by step our Lord tried to attract his disciples. And finally, 120 people. They went back to Jerusalem. They stayed there. After the Lord's ascension, they meet together. And on the day of Pentecost, they were baptized into one body. And the body of Christ was born. And that was the inauguration of the kingdom of heaven. Brothers and sisters, here is the body now. If you put all the disciples of Socrates or great philosopher, you won't become a body. Won't become a body. Only after resurrection. Now through all these lessons, finally, you see, the church was born on the day of Pentecost. So I think let the Lord speak to us. You see, when we go through the last 40 days when our Lord was on earth, that's how He worked. It's a shame to us. Our work is just wood and hay. And it cannot stand all the trials. May the Lord speak to us. Now, when we especially understand the work of that 40 days, and finally, you see, the birth of the body of Christ, the inauguration, inauguration of the kingdom of heaven. So, let's have a season of prayer. Just feel led by the Lord. And lead us in prayer. Let's pray. Still not clear. Lord, we just pray, Lord, that we may be those who be willing.